Welcome back to Quid Pros Quo. I'm Isa. And I'm Rin. And this week, we're talking about drafting versus revision. So these two things can often be conflated as we're all working on writing and editing as we go, especially. But we were thinking that we would just, you know, set the record straight. And distinguish between the terms, at least what they mean for us. That's true. Because writing is so different, and it's such a unique experience to everyone. Yes. However, drafting drafting might be different for everybody, but generally revision has a little bit more specific connotations in yes. the industry. Now, this is we are not going into what a professional editor, a copy editor, is doing for you. Mm-hmm. This is specifically what you are doing as you write on your own, kind of, you know. Yeah. Anyways, so when you think of drafting and revision, Rin, yeah, what do you think of? Like, you have something that is published, I do. available right now. So if you're thinking back to this project, you know, in terms of drafting and revision, like, how much time would you say is taken up by drafting? How much time is taken up by revision? Um... It's hard to split in just drafting and revision because, like we talked about in our last episode, pre-writing is a big part of the process. That's true. So I would say, like, I don't know if I can do my math right. I don't know if I can add up to 100%, but let's do our best. I would say it's, like, 15% pre-writing, then 60% drafting, and then... And drafting includes, like, first, second, third draft, however many drafts you do. So you'd you say, do. like, 25%... And then, I think that's another 15%. 60 and 15 and 25. Okay. Never mind. I would give it 70% then, because I was trying to add it up to 85 with pre-writing and drafting. And then, so 15% pre-writing, 15% editing, and the rest, the other, like, 70% is drafting. I told you I would struggle with my math. It's okay. Yeah. It's I'm picking up what you're putting down and excellent. I think you're picking what I'm planting. We yes. are we are good. But I think it's often easier to think of drafting and revision on a smaller scale, like an essay, which I think is also perhaps more relatable to people because even if you like haven't finished your first novel, you've probably written an essay for school or you know several essays. Very true. That definitely is a more common writing experience for yes. people across the board. Exactly. And they want to be writing a novel. Relatable. Exactly. Plus I feel like on a smaller scale it's easier to see drastic how the elements changes. interact and drastic changes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So when I think of drafting, like I think everyone thinks of like a first draft and then a lot of people just do a second draft and call it the final draft. I don't know if that's totally accurate. I think for Queen of Hearts, I did three drafts. Um, that's crazy to me that you had so few. That's absolutely <laughs> wild. Yeah, see, I'm like a chronic underwriter. Like, I don't write enough. So a lot of my, like, drafting and going back in is just adding and stuff and, like, rearranging, like, sentence structure and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because I know, like, a lot of writers are overwriters, and they, like, have to go through and, like, cut stuff down. Oh, and they, pair like, it back. Pair yeah. it back. But I just usually don't write enough, like... This NaNoWriMo project that I'm finishing up, it will be, like, one of the first projects where I think I might be overriding. Wow. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever overridden on anything before. Like, my pacing is always way too fast. So it's exciting to me. It's a fun experience. Um, 
But what I'm getting at with doing multiple drafts is you need to rewrite to get quality improvements. Like, we've quoted it on the show before. We're going to quote it again. Writing is rewriting. Um, But I love, like, I love rewriting. I think rewriting is so much more fun because it's, like, first of all, you already know what's going to happen. So you're not, like, agonizing over what your next word is going to be necessarily. But it really lets you dig into sentence structure more than anything else. And the way I do it is I will, like, split screen my computer and on one half I'll have the old draft and on the other half I'll have the new draft so it's like old draft left new draft right and then I will literally type a new draft with the other one side by side but I'll be rearranging sentence structure I'll be adding in context I'll be adding in set dressing which is something I struggle with um yeah I just find it so helpful to go through and do another actual rewrite instead of just going in and doing like one word change here one word change there just like reading it and changing what needs to be changed like I think rewriting is just so much more effective for me at least no that totally makes sense um I definitely when I think of drafting and revision um I almost think of drafting as just like the initial process of like putting everything down onto paper that I want and then like I feel like there's some overlap of drafting and revision you know in my experience um because like each draft and each version of it is a draft and so technically are you not always drafting but Mm -hmm. to me drafting kind of like has the connotations of like your first few rounds at it when you're still figuring things out and then I'd say that for me when I've revised things sometimes it looks like a new draft 100% and like when I like go back through like my initial drafts like wherever I'm at before I really switch into a revisionary mode Mm -hmm. like I would say that I would say that I Okay, maybe this will be clear. So basically, I think that I go through several stages of, like, drafts and producing them, and I'd call that my drafting stage. And then once I've kind of, like, gotten what I want onto the page, then I can start looking at it to revise. And when I revise it, I go back to my latest draft, and then I'll be like, okay, is this working the way it is? Is there any part of this that I hate? And I think I look at big picture stuff first. If there's an entire unnecessary character, I will cut them. Yeah, It might pain me a little bit, but I yeah. try not to get too attached that. to the first few drafts. Yes, Because if I'm too attached, how am I going to move on and how am I going to like make it better if it really does suck and then I'm blinded by bias and I do mm-hmm. worry about that. But I... I just, I tend to really look at big picture stuff first. I'm like, okay, does this plot line actually continue through or is it disjointed and disappears like twice, you know? And so I might, I might have like a few like notes of like, wow, this sucks. Scratch this. Like, what were you thinking? Yeah. And then all in the margins. And then when I revise, I'm like, okay, like now, now that I know what I've got, I want to like 
make it as good as it can be. And so I that's how I kind of divide up drafting and revising. I'm like, mm-hmm. drafting is like getting everything I want on paper. Yes. And revising is like making, making it, it actually like resemble what I'm thinking in my head. Yes. And like making it the best it can be and making sure that everything like has like fallen into place. So sometimes that requires like another like four or five drafts. Mm-hmm. And for me, I know some people can like do like, you know, 30 drafts of something. Yeah. Which kudos to them. That is a lot That's of work. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And sometimes it might be necessary, but you know, I think I think it's unrealistic to expect to walk away after the first draft, for sure. Yes. Absolutely. And so like yeah. So when I move into revision, I will oftentimes do the painstaking technique where I open up a blank document with nothing else except what's in my head and what I've just recently thought mm-hmm. about, and I will rewrite the entire thing, or by sections. Yes. Totally depends on the project. But oftentimes that lets like the parts that were memorable or important stay, and then if I have to build it back up again, then maybe I'm back to drafting for a bit. Mm-hmm. But I think of revision as any, like, big thing that I'm doing to, like, push everything that I have into the final form. The cohesive form. Yeah. yeah. And I'll never know when it's final until it gets there. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a hard road to walk. It is. But I gotta walk it. And yeah. I, I enjoy it often. I'm glad. I really like your definition of revising because to me, I usually think of revision as smaller changes, not larger changes. For me, larger changes, I consider that rewriting. But I think it's so important that we have two different perspectives on the show here today because, like, it shows, again, the diversity of our writing experience. That's so true. And honestly, if you listen to this and you think, wow, neither of these things fit what I've done and I'm not interested in either of them, but that's totally cool, too. Maybe we should bring you on the show. Oh, 100%. We I do want to do guests more eventually. More perspectives, I think, are better than less. Especially in this, like, field where I feel like it's normal to have, like, this idea in your mind of, mm-hmm. like, you draft, you draft again, then you, like, have this, like, final copy, you submitted it, they go over, you might make a few edits here and there, and then you're done, and... That's definitely not how it is, and some people can spend 10 years writing something, even if a lot of that is just, like, conceptualizing, and some people can spend three months writing something, Mm -hmm. and they're ready to give it to a publisher to see if they're ready. Yes, which is insane. I was talking about this on the bus with a friend the other day. I was like, oh yeah, some, like, indie writers just write, like, a new book, like, every couple of weeks, and then they're, like, ready to put it on the world, and I'm like... That's amazing to me. You know, I will say that in the ebook world, for writers who are really, really into it, and that is their craft, mm-hmm. they will continuously write and maybe like have a new book like every month, mm-hmm. two per month that are new. And it's like a high turnover and just like, you know, they often write series, and you find this a lot in like the books that are like, mocking um or like not mocking but like you know kind of like a parody of like popular things there's like series of those and they'll like like paranormal romance is like one of those really big emo yes ebook genres yeah and so they'll like 
take like maybe like seven months out of the year and they'll be releasing like, you know, 14 books and yeah. then they move on to the next thing and they're ready to go because they just have like quick chops and they're ready to ready to go at it. Now, that is an extreme example, yes. but I do know that a lot of um, like ebook authors, especially in the romance field, will be publishing like maybe three, four books a year. Yeah. And that's maybe a more normal rate of production than yes. having like one every like every, every two couple weeks. Of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But Absolutely. with high turnover like that, there's got to be some crazy, insane drafting and revision going on. Yeah. And hopefully like, if it's quality at least. That's so true. That is yeah. so true. And so, you know, because there's such a variety of experiences, I'm glad that I am also glad that, you know, yeah. We are not the same in how we write. Exactly. Yeah. And this isn't like a plug for you to compare your writing against anyone else's. Like everyone is different, your writing experience is different, and your work is unique. So don't go around comparing yourself to like ebook authors who put out two a month. Oh my like, gosh. If you try and compare yourself to like what's the like other word for them? I really want to say like pulp writers, but I don't think that's right. Like pulp fiction, because the original origin of pulp fiction is like those quickly mass produced, quickly mass produced yeah. books. So that might be the right word. I'm not sure if it's changed I in know our what digital. What you're con- talking about, but yeah. I also do not know the word. Yeah, it might have changed in our digital age. But like, if you don't be comparing yourself to people who are just churning out mass fiction, because, and if you are doing that, that's great. But if you're not, like. There's you're no worries. crafting something unique and something exactly. valuable, and you're bringing something new to the creative world, which is just so important. Absolutely. Yeah. The diversity of the process is just one of the things that makes it writing so accessible. Yes, Like, just, even just as an outlet and not as a career. Like, you know? Absolutely. Well, I think that wraps us up for the day. Yeah, I think so. But... Revision and drafting are essential, and it is okay if, you know, if you have to set aside a piece before you get into yes. revision. And if you, even if you no struggle with, that. if you struggle with revision and, and rewriting and, and drafting, that's okay. It's a learning process, and we're all going to get better over time. Okay, so this has been Quid Pros Quo, and thank you so much for listening in. And we hope you'll join us next week when we talk about writing queer characters.